Have you ever wanted to just go sling some paint, practice your snap shooting, or maybe your dives? For many of us, that might mean a couple hours drive down the road to the nearest paintball field. My guests today, with the help of his team, have built their own private field equipped with a compressor, chrono, and even their own clubhouse. In our conversation, we get into the what, where, why, and how of building a private paintball field, and we hear from the viewers about their opinions on this potentially controversial matter. Now, without further stalling, let's get into this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... Let me try that again. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 273 of the Maritime Paintball Podcast. My name is Brad O'Dell, and uh, yeah, I'm way off schedule. We are live on a Wednesday rather than on a Tuesday because Mother Nature decided that we were going to get, look, 25 centimeters of snow, then freezing, no, then pellets, then freezing rain, then just regular rain. So, and then the snowblower wouldn't work properly, so I had to shovel the driveway, and anyways, you don't care about any of this, but uh, that is the reason why we're live on Wednesday, because damn it, going live. I didn't want to cancel another show. I had to cancel a show, uh, yeah, because of, uh, I had, I had a wisdom tooth pulled, and I was in serious pain for like a week and a half, and it sucked, but we're here now, and... Just to add a little bit more fuel onto this fire. Two things happening tonight. One, we're going to talk, we're going to do a PB swag bag that finally showed up in the mail. Uh, the, the the transition period between going from the United States Postal Service to the Canadian Postal Service is an absolute shit show. Uh, so the January PB swag bag uh, got to me like late last week and I was still in too much pain to do a live show. So we're going to crack it open now on the air. Boom. It's going to be great. I already know what one of the items is because they poked a hole in the damn bag. Anyways. Uh, the other thing we're going to do, we're going to talk an extremely controversial topic because it's February on board. Let's stir the pot. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about DIY fields. We're going to talk about do it yourself fields or quote unquote outlaw fields, the paintball fields that are not owned by uh, a company, by a paintball field, places where people play that maybe you don't agree with. Maybe you do. I don't know. I'm excited to find out what your opinions are. So put them up in the comments, put them in the chat. If you were listening to this uh, on your favorite podcasting app, please shoot me a PM, shoot me a message and let me know what your opinions are. Um, because I, uh, I want to know, I'm curious about this one. So we're going to be chatting with, uh, Drew. I can't pronounce the last name, AKA extra small from, uh, the nightmare children which is the uh, the paintball field. Or, sorry, Night night Children's Paintball, not Nightmare. <laughs> night Children's Paintball. Uh, we're going to be talking the, the who, what, where, why of uh, a DIY field, a private field. A private, I'm going to use that word too, private field. My mouth is feeling better. It is still a little sore. There is now a big chunk of, like, there's just gum where there was a tooth. Uh, so eating is strange, uh, and hard, crunchy things are not pleasant. Um, because my gums are not used to having to deal with food. So I'm still in a little bit of pain. So if you see me leaning on my right side, it's because my mouth is getting sore from talking. So bear with me. Uh, those of you listening, streaming this, don't really care because you're just listening to me. Um, so let's get into, let's do the PB swag bag, shall we? Let's crack this bad boy open. Let's... And if you're listening to this, if you're streaming the audio, Right now, I'm going to cut to the conversation with Drew. There he is. Hey, Brad. What's happening, man? Not much, man. It's an honor to be here. 
Uh, you keep saying that, and I really don't think it is. But um, <laughs> we're going to hey, You're sharing a lot of knowledge around the around the world about paintball and uh, definitely investing in the, the future of the sport. So it's, it's pretty great to be a part of that, you know? Well, I appreciate the kind words. Uh, so this is Drew. This is Extra Small. This is... Uh, the guy from Night Children. I kept. I wanted to call it Night. I called it Nightmare Children, which uh, it's Night Children. That sounds good too. Right, both work. Except if you went with Nightmare Children, I feel like that's just like kind of a weird following of Nightmare of 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 my boy of my boy Nightmare PB. So, uh, but I'm I'm digging Night Children. So let's talk first. Let's talk about a little bit who you are, and then we'll get into the why you're here. So, tell me, man, like. How long have you been playing paintball? Oh, man, I started, like, when I was 10, so it's been about 15 years. All right, then. Um, cool, man. So about 15 years. What kind of gear are you running? What's your, what's your, what's your everyday well, got, driver now? This is uh, my CS2. I'm ready to take on the field. I don't know if you can see it here. Is it I can see the barrel. Me? <laughs> there it is. The C- <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties, folks. Uh <laughs> That's a great stucco ceiling you got there. Thanks, man. <laughs> Prop this back up. CS2. Just got that. I'm ready to I'm ready to rip that, but I've been running the Mini GS for a while, but I think yeah, this buddy. is going to be a nice step up. The Mini. Uh, so was that CS2? A... Is that was that a deadly wind barrel I saw on there? Oh, it's the uh, carbon fiber. I actually don't know much about it. The Ultimate Rental uh used the, the one that hooked me up with this, so I don't know. It has it two like different it. pieces because it's a two-piece barrel, right? Yeah. But I got the like black it. that goes with it or the silver. So I'm, I still have to jump on the website. They got the the 24-7 free service on there. So nice. if I jump on Facebook, I'll look, it, it. From a distance, it looked like a deadly wind. But when you said two-piece, I think the deadly winds are only one-piece barrels. But I could be very wrong about that. Uh, okay, cool, man. So that's some great gear. So let's talk about your – let's talk your team. What's um, – tell me about Night Children. What's the deal? Uh, well, well, it started off like a uh, an old buddy of mine. He just hit me up and, you know, hey, do you want to go play paintball? And I was like, yeah, man, of course I want to go play play paintball. So I got a I got my hands on a TMC and a tip X. I went mag fed to start. And we went out to this like, I don't know, it's actually like at a dirt bike track. And uh, we went to this this uh, this paintball field. It's a little bit of woods ball. It's it's an okay field. It's nothing special. But we went there. We had a blast. And then the two of us, uh, you know, we came together and we're like. You know, like we could do something with this. Why don't we make a team? We got a third guy who is there and went from there and the team's just boomed. We're up to 12 players now doing great. Confident. Nice. It's a good number. It's a good solid number. Got to get that base, man. You got to get that solid base before you expand too fast. I know some teams kind of, they grow fast and then they fizzle out. So, yeah, well, we had, we ran through a few players at the beginning, right? They came in and it was like, yeah. So we have a more, more of a process now of recruiting and, you know, that fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, I, I hear you. You got to take your time with it. We've been going two years now. Nice, man. Nice. That's good. It's. I think it's like the three-year mark. I think it's really – if you can make it past the three-year mark, you're probably fine. You're probably settled in now. Uh, I've seen a lot of teams come and go uh, usually within that two-year mark. They try. They try really hard, and it's something that just doesn't work out. It just goes hell, and it's a shame. But what can you do? Um, awesome. That's great. So – the field, the private field, the the incredibly controversial topic of private fields. These things, some people love them, some hate them, some don't care, and 
some like to pick fights. So let's talk about why. Why is there a private field that you and Night Children operate? Well, we haven't actually ran a team event there yet. I mean, we've we've goofed around on it a bit, but uh, we built it. We we showed that we built it. But obviously, the reason is because uh, we're pretty serious about the sport. We got in because we want to be good at it, you know, and we want to be the best. So the only way we're going to be the best is if we got a place that we can go and practice all the time. And uh, the location where the majority of members live, um, there's nothing really around. Like we have to drive an hour to get to the closest field. And, you know, that's that's a little uh, it's a little inconvenient. And having your own field, there's a lot of perks, you know. Yeah, what kind? What's the perks so far that you guys experienced? Like, walk us through those. Well, uh, we can design the field how we want. Mm-hmm. We're learning how to build fields, which I think is one of the biggest parts of paintball: building a field, making your bunkers. Um, and it gives us an opportunity where you know, like, you go to walk-ons, you go to a a public field, you're gonna have other people, and it you can't just go at your team's pace. You know, I can just sit back watch the team play, come up to somebody and say, hey, you know, I think you could prove in this way, try this next round, et cetera, et cetera. It, get, it gives us a lot more room to team build, right? We're on our own clock. We can just go and split off into two groups, go use two bunkers and just sit there for the whole day practicing our, uh, um, I don't know, the word's not coming to me right now. I had a long day at work. Sorry. You're, uh, <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. So, Okay, so the benefit so far is you could practice. You could do your two v twos. You get you gotta basically you're you're not worrying about eating up a paintball field's time when there's six of you just want to practice and and do something like snap shooting all day. Yeah, that's that's the word I was looking for. Snap shooting. Uh, one second. Uh, Ryan Ryan Musselman just jumped into the comments. He's like, here from a hospital. Ryan, do you work in the hospital or are you in the hospital? Oh, that, that's a member of the team. He's our youngest guy. He's pretty skilled, but yeah, he's he's probably just excited to be watching the show right now. Is he in the hospital? He said he was in the hospital because I sent. He was one of the guys I sent the link to before I jumped in, and uh, he said, "Oh, I can't, man. I'm in the hospital." But it looks like he jumped in anyway. I'm in the hospital. That's just so ominous. That's just. <laughs> hey, man, you want to chill? Uh, nah, man, I'm good. I'm in the hospital. And then you don't say why, like, dude, what the, <laughs> like, did you break a thumb it. or did you break a leg? Like what, what is going on? Uh, Marky Mayer's on the highway. I don't condone that. <laughs> Just, I want to make that publicly clear. Uh, the Marky, get off your goddamn phone when you're driving. You know, the ultimate rental, right? Uh, Ryan got hurt at work. Workers comp, workers comp, workers comp. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, if you get a sick settlement, I, I, I take gifts. Just saying. I hope you're okay. I really hope it's just like you got cut bad or something. That sounds terrible. I hope you got <laughs> cut bad. Let, how do I rephrase this? I so um, We almost sent somebody to the hospital when I worked for a large big box corporation uh, when we dropped a full pallet of bottled water from the third, so eight, 12, 8, 16, from 30 feet in the air. Um, so... I genuinely hope it's just like you got kind of you cut your hand open and you have to go to the hospital. It's not like I got crushed and my back shattered. Uh, so I genuinely hope 
Ryan is okay. Mark, you get off your phone. It'd be one thing if he was just like watching the stream and on the car and then like messaged me afterwards. He's like, yo, I caught the stream while I was driving. He commented. Uh, maybe he's got that, that, uh, you know, the voice control of his car and yeah, Tesla or some nonsense like that. He's driving fucking night rider. We'll get, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, mm. I've seen what he drives. I'm not going to say right. anything. <laughs> right. And now, now part of me is like kind of words. Like he stopped commenting. Like what's happened? Like what? Now I'm going to be worried. Now this is terrible. Uh, okay. So one of the perks you got is you could practice as much as you want, whenever you want. Uh, and you could build the field however you want. So let's talk about building materials. What are you building it out of? I think I saw a few photos of pallets cause that it's not a paintball field without a pallet. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Right. Pallets and, um, utility spools. Every field's got like utility spools straight up breaking the law. Mark, you get off your damn phone. Um, so yeah, what are you building it of? Like you got pallets, anything else? Or is it just pallets? Oh no, we got, we got pallets. Um, we got like big, big water tanks, you know, like ones taller than me and maybe like three times, you know, my width. They're big water tanks, and uh, what's nice about them is they just catch the rainwater, and that rainwater is the weight to keep them down. Um, yeah, that works. And, and, <laughs> and then we got we got we got like furniture and stuff out there, man. Like old couches. Uh, that those will have to go eventually. We'll probably just end up burning them. But we got like a old steel desks, and like we turned them up on their sides and weighed them in with a bunch of rocks in the drawers and everything, so they're not going anywhere. Like um, even like uh. I think we have an old oven out there too. I think we got an old oven. Oh, dude. I, sorry, I'm just thinking like, okay, when you said like, so all that stuff, you got desks, you got like the big water totes, all that. Okay. That's pretty cool. You know, like I got a couch. I'm like, man, I would lounge on that and just be like, <laughs> I'm gonna watch the flight from here. It's all good. You know? Yeah. Um, and then yeah. with an oven, the first thing I thought of was like, ovens have doors. I'm like, could I kick it over and just like open the door and make the bunker a little bit longer? Um, it, it's some sort of appliance. I don't know if it's a washing machine or an it's oven. Got a door, it's something man. like if that. If it's got a door, that means I can make it bigger. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I, think, uh, I, I don't think it's on the right angle for that, but. That's why you move it. Maybe, maybe we'll it turn it. Yeah, we'll turn it. We right. even put a like we have lots of lots of like wood plywood two by fours all that so we we've actually been you know like we built some like uh, tree forts type deals so we got some towers but we put uh, one of the bunkers we got we put, it's got hinges so we we put a door so when you're behind the cover you can kind of just creep it open. Interesting. <laughs> I'm digging that. I'm digging that. Uh, your boy there, uh, Ryan, is saying something about a car for the field. You guys got a car for the field. So what's the deal with that? Uh, we did have a, a car for the field. Yeah, he just says uh, a car going up for the field. Oh, maybe he's uh, maybe he's bringing one up to put on the on the field. That'd be cool. Yeah, he's he's got a scrapyard. So. Oh well, shit. There you go. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'd recommend with the cars is, uh, man. Well, I guess you got it's private. It's a private field. I have to remember. It that. is so private. Worry like about a, it. like. like we're talking like you're going to you're going to go 2 kilometers into the property so even if people are oh. driving by they see the front yard the you're not seeing any of the field oh, like, okay cool i was going to say cuz i've seen some there, fields it's they... hundreds of acres the, the nice. property it's on 
yeah, I've seen some fields they have the cars and the windows get smashed out and you end up with glass everywhere. So um, if it's a private field, it's no big deal. So that's cool. Right on, man. So you got all sorts of weird and wonderful shit on that field. That's great. That's awesome, man. Um, how are you building it? Like, is it, do you have like designated team days? Are you guys getting together like every Saturday or something? What's the. Yeah, that's a big part of it is that if you want to use the team field, there's, there's a couple of requirements. You have to be part of the team, right? It's, this is a private thing. And then the second thing is you have to put in two days of of maintenance. So it's out in the bush. So we got, we got weather giving us a hard time, right? Like we come back in a couple of weeks and it's like, like, damn, like the grass, you got to mow it and everything. We got mowers and stuff, but even in the bush, you gotta, it's gotta be raked constantly and animals come through and things like that. So there, there's a lot of heavy maintenance. So we have everybody on the team. Uh, they have to do two days at least in the, uh, during the season. Cause we use it summer, spring, fall mm. during that season. They gotta all do come do, uh, come do two days of maintenance. And, uh, like the original day, the day we started building it, we got a huge group out together with some ATVs, a car a trailer, you know, and we were just hauling stuff back, hauling stuff back, uh, clearing the openings. Like it, it was a solid weekend of work. And nice. then after that, you know, we went out to a restaurant, celebrated. <laughs> Absolutely. It's not paintball until there's burgers. Like that's the official end for me. Like a paintball day ends when I've got burgers. Uh, we got like... we got the barbecue there. So burgers, there burgers there, are right? on the menu after we're done our day. So I don't, did I ask this? I don't know if I asked this. Um when did you build this? Did I ask this? I totally forget now. It just started. It just, I, I don't think you did. It just okay. started last year. <laughs> uh, and like, I remember when uh, you and I first started talking last August, right? I think it was around August. And yeah. back then we had literally just decided we were going to do this. And I wanted to go, you know, publicize it a little bit, like not, not advertise saying come out, but I wanted to publicize. Show You wanted, what to, we you wanted to tell your story is what it was. I think is more pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. And um, my the the guy who co-leads the team with me, uh, the Phantom, he was actually saying, maybe we shouldn't. I don't think we're going to get the reaction from people that we want. And yeah. eventually, you know, we decided, OK, it's time. And when we did do that, that's when we started, you know, he he called. Me. That's all I'm going to say. I didn't see it coming, but a lot of people didn't approve of it. But we started this, I'd say, July, August of last year. So. We haven't had much of a chance to actually run a season on it yet. Get our okay. Okay, I actually want to put that out to the people watching. Just put it up in the comments um, of whether or not you approve or disapprove. Like, what are your thoughts on a private field, and maybe a little bit of the why you feel that way. Uh, if you don't want to, I get it. Some people are like, I don't want to voice my opinion, which is fine. But I would like to know of the folks watching what you guys what you folks think uh, of of something like a private field operating and maybe, and a little bit of why you feel that way. I'm curious. Um, I like to think myself as, you know, um, uh, creator of media that with this podcast, I'm, I'm trying to be unbiased, try to be right down the middle, just kind of try to, to tell the story. Um, so yeah, I want to know what, what everyone thinks. And what was, so you said a lot of people, you got a lot of negative reaction, right? Is that? Yeah, that's, that, that is true. In the beginning anyways. Um, so what were they saying before I go into what the comments here are saying? Um, 
some people were saying that field owners are going to call the cops on me. Um, okay. Some people said that they can tra- – because I uploaded the video onto a bunch of Facebook pages. Some people said that the that authorities could track the location and time of the video posted through the post. Okay. Um, people said that there's liability, um, okay. that it's not going to be so good when somebody gets their eye shot out. Okay. So those first two? They talked about there the whole like call the cops on you and track you via video. Um, the what are they? Okay, if I'm on my private, okay, I have I have one and a half acres of land. I don't have a lot of land, right? Um, but I have one and a half acres of land. So let's say I'm in my backyard and I'm shooting my paintball marker at a target, but uh, you know, the target's not pointed towards anybody. Maybe it's pointed towards my house. Whatever. It's a paintball gun. And the co- and, and somebody calls the cops. I really can't see a cop, especially like an RCMP, because I don't live within a city limit. So it's not going to be like city police. It's going to be the RCMP are going to roll up onto my private property and be like, um, so you can't do this activity on your private land. Um, so I really don't think you need to worry about they can call the cops and what are they going to do somebody's playing paintball on their private land okay are they shooting dogs no okay like you know um and then as for tracking the location yes technically phones if they're set the right way geotag photos and video and will actually embed the gps coordinate into the video guess who's not going to dig that deep the police you know why because they don't give a shit um, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, like, no I, I do know what you mean. That's why we continue doing what we're doing. Right. We weren't, now, we weren't concerned about things like that. Uh, the liability thing. I th- <sighs> The internet's a weird thing, right? Because you post something like that on the internet. You're not just getting Canadians. You're getting Americans as well. And Americans have are like very trigger happy about suing one another. Uh, Canadians, mm-hmm. we don't seem to be like that. There's a reason why there's not. I, I don't think like the, the Canadian version of Judge Judy never really took off. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a lot of that. We're not suing people over because you, you know, you came on, you stepped foot on my lawn. Um, I'm not a legal expert, but I really, you know, yes, technically, if somebody breaks a leg on my property because I have a crack in my pathway and they tripped on it, they can technically sue me for liability. Is it going to go anywhere? Who the fuck knows? Um, uh, we've already come up with the idea. Like, we're we're gonna make our waivers too. So, because we got, we do have some young guys that come out. There's a, like, we, we have recruited a, a few young guys that are like 16 years old. One just turned 17 not too long ago. But, um, you know, like, we don't want any problems. Yeah. And we want this to be a continuing thing. So, yeah. we do have our own waivers where you come out for the weekend, you sign that, hey, you know, you're liable for anything that happens during this period of time. The only thing I would suggest with that is have it notarized by a lawyer. Yeah. Get, get a lawyer's yeah. stamp on it. Um, I, I got a lawyer, but like we've we've just looked at uh, like other fields. Um, mm-hmm. and, like we think we I should be able to draw up something pretty. You can similar. honestly, you can get blanket waivers. Uh, I so when I was in high school, I had to do a business plan for a paintball field because that's what I did. Um, and the only thing I really got nailed on was I didn't have the information of like uh, 
the insurance and stuff. So I ended up researching that. So if you get a lawyer to just like stamp it as like, yep, this is legally binding. You're good. Great. Um, you'd still like the waivers will take you so far. Um, but it's a private field. It's a private place. So it's not like a business. Businesses have to have insurance. They have to private. Don't as far as I understand, I could be totally wrong. Um, but that's my understanding. Some of the comments coming in, Mike Merlot, Overall, I approve because it's your property, but I would be worried about insurance and injury issues. So if somebody decided to be a dickhead, they could, you know, technically sue you. It'd be civil court. It wouldn't be criminal. It'd be civil. Um, Christopher Strux is more power to you. Chad Bob, I feel as long as you stay within the safety rules and respect, I have zero issues with the private field. Um, and that seems to be coming through everybody. Henry says he agrees with Chad. Um Marky, Marky, again, on the highway using his phone. Marky, get off your phone. Says, like, <laughs> like, Gandhi, like Gandhi said, eat whatever you want and do whatever you want. I don't think Gandhi actually said that, but you know, <laughs> I think the idea is there. I think the, the idea is there. Um, so, wow, we got uh, Keisha's jumping in. Mike, oh, Mike's also saying, also, it depends if you record the video and upload it at the same time place. If you do it at home on Wi-Fi, then you're not exactly at the field. Again, I, I really highly doubt they're going to bring in the technicians to break down your video. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. um, Keisha says she honestly doesn't see an issue with having a personal field. As I see it, we are entitled to every field out there. We aren't the ones putting our time, effort or money into this field. Therefore, why should we get a say in what he does with it? I like that. Basically, it's not my money, not my land, not my problem. I'm digging that. Um, uh, a lawyer friend has said that waivers show due diligence, but don't really protect you that much. Insurance is key, uh, which I, is basically my understanding. Waivers are like, you, if you sign a waiver, um, I, I think the problem with it in court is that you can say that I did not fully understand the legal bindings of this waiver. Therefore, it is moot. Uh, and a lawyer can argue that. Whatever. Marky says, do whatever you want as long as you're not harming anyone. Love it. And that's what you I You know, say. and like, and if you're like in your backyard playing soccer, somebody gets hurt, like, are you most likely going to get sued? No. Paintball is another sport. And where we, ha- like, we have our our, our clubhouse set mm-hmm. up like almost, almost a kilometer away from the field. Perfect. So you go, you go for a bit of a hike and then you're at the field and we all play at regular fields. So we know once you're on the field, once you leave the safe zone, masks on. Your barrels can come off then. We all know that if people aren't following the rules, bye-bye. Right. So follow the rules. And that's always funny to me, too, because I always get a kick out of this. People, so the insurance liability thing. It's like, well, what if somebody gets hurt? That's a great what if. But those same people will also tell you paintball is the safest sport compared to soccer, baseball, football, rugby, you're, you're I think more it's like more safer than tennis, to be honest. Right. It's actually, I think it was declared safer than golf. Um, <laughs> do you have your own chrono? Oh yeah, we did get our own chrono. We have our own chrono. There, that's like ninety percent of people's problems, right there. You'd be like, "Nah, bro, we can chrono our own markers." They'd be like, "Well, damn." <laughs> so that yeah, the the my uh, co leader, uh, the Phantom, he got he picked up a, a chrono. Perfect. So you got a chrono, so you're safe. Um, <laughs> um, 
sorry, just some of the comments coming in. Henry's like, honestly, you're probably safer than not playing around. It's probably safer not playing around rentals. Um, he might be right. I've seen some rental players do some pretty dumb stuff. Um, like pulling the trigger on that marker with no barrel cover on in the safe zone. Not yep. cool. Not cool. Uh, air. How do you handle air? All right. So we have a compressor that's capable of filling scuba tanks and everything. It's just uh, – there you go. We got two scuba tanks. Fill, uh, fill those two scuba tanks. Bring them out to the field. We're good for a day. Sorry. I'm just – I've been to fields that haven't had compressors. So the fact that your private field has a compressor and a chrono is impressive and depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all the, all these guys on the team, like we're, we're really, really committed. That's awesome. On our our free time. Not only are we making time to go out and play at public fields, because we don't use this as a reason not to go out and play at public places. We love playing with other people, meeting new people, you know, you know, expanding but, the sport inviting new people to come out but then we spend all all of our extra extra time right at the field putting in work and i'm thinking like when i was thinking about the private field and i was thinking like man you know the private field's great and all but yeah playing with walk on going to a walk on day going to a, a big game day or whatever is, is great you want to you want to go to the paintball fields um but that i was like man that'd be great but most paintball fields, especially here in the Maritimes, they operate on Saturday, and that's it. So it would so be Mag nice to have Hill a field. Like, Mag, yeah. Hill's- Mag Hill is walk-ons are on Saturday. Uh, bookings are on Sunday. It's great. I can go play paintball on Saturday. It's like an hour and a half drive up the highway, but it's, you know, it's a great field. And I love going to it and there's, it's nothing, it's turnkey for me, right? I show up, I buy paint, I play paintball, I go home. Problem solved. Good times. Um, but it would be nice if, you know, say it's a Tuesday. I want to go practice some snap shooting with my buddies. Private field would be real handy for that. Um... Mike Merlo says, uh, sounds like you're definitely taking a lot of the proper steps in general. How do you do paint? How do you handle paint? We got like a, there's a, there's a store in Owen Sound called Deal Surplus and they, they got deals if you buy it in bulk. So yeah. So you're using them as a, instead of getting a wholesale account with, because getting a wholesale account is hard to maintain unless you're an actual field. So it sounds like these guys are like, oh, they always have uh, like um, skids of paint in the shop so we've come through and bought them out a few times and they do like three cases for a hundred bucks it's the gi sports one star but dude i've been charged eighty dollars for gi's one star so three cases for a hundred bucks what is the name of this place uh it was deal surplus no one sound oh holy shit as soon as i typed in deal surplus owen sound popped up <laughs> I'm checking our website. I want to see what these guys are all about. That's cool as hell. I, I, I think during the fall though they switched up a, a paint supplier. So I'm not sure if it's gonna be as cheap for us this next year. They have so much weird stuff. They do. And this they is sell, great. They, this is a great they sell, like so much knickknacks and stuff, and then they got a section that's just paintball. And they just sell tipman markers, right? Nothing fancy. They don't have right. no, what, yeah, whatever. It gets you going. Nothing, but... It's all good. Yeah, exactly. Folks, this this is great. This is a great, we need more stores like this. I'm on one, I'm on a single page on like on my phone 
I'm on a single page here. I can buy a chalk marker, uh, a grow tent for growing weed indoors, uh, and puzzles. <laughs> All in the same store. <laughs> same Your one-stop shop, right? It's the same website page. Oh, and hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, they got food in that store, too. Oh, sweet Jesus. Anyways, that's great. Um, so you're getting your paint through those guys. Have you talked to one of the fields? Like, how close are they to the field? Have you talked to one of the paintball fields about buying the paint off them? No. I No, we have not. No. Just It was just a thought. I was just wondering if – I'm wondering if the paintball fields can get it for you for would you, what, for a little less maybe? So our, our closest field would be uh, Chalon Paintball Challenge out of Mildmay. And they're, they're a small, cool field. They do the um, – when they're open, there's this COVID thing going on right now. But uh, they do – Sunday fun day, which is last Sunday of every month. It's $10 admission. Bring your own paint if you're an owner. And if you buy cases of paint there, it's 60 bucks a case. 60 bucks still ain't bad. No. And $10 no. admission for yeah. your air and to play for the, it's a four hour session, but they had some good turnouts. It's a, it's a pretty sweet event. Yeah. That might not be a bad idea. Day. I might, I might take your idea there and talk to them about that. Cause Sure, they wouldn't mind making a few bucks off paint on the well, side. Well, yeah, you know, and if they made a couple of dollars off of, uh, especially if they're, you know, end of the month kind of thing, or the paint's starting to get a little old, you know, take it off their hands, well, use it for practice. Up, right? Yeah, yeah, right? So that way it's not a loss. They don't have to worry about anything like that. Uh, Marky's saying, I've got 50 cases of paint. Let me know when you need it. If you need to buy paint off, off Marky. Looks like I just found a part-time paint flyer. There you go, right? Uh, what's this? We've uh, Keisha, we have one like that here in Saskatoon. We walk in and you can buy a gazebo, gloves, snowblowers, string lights, children's toys, and adult toys. Adult toys, yeah. <laughs> sounds, like <laughs> sounds like Spencer's. It sounds like a big Spencer's gift. Um, that's wild, man. That's wild. So, okay. So that's how you handle paint and you handle, you've got to compress it. So let's run this back down. Okay. So this field is what? Two K two kilometers away. Sorry. I think my microphone just spiked two kilometers from the road. At least. Oh, at least, at least, um, you, you've, You've got and this road house. is a is a back back road too. We'll just add that on. That okay, cool. So it's not back, like you're you're not like two kilometers off the highway. You're like two kilometers off of a road off of the highway. Oh no, it's like a road off of a dirt road that leads to a road that leads to a highway. It is far off. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so you're in the middle of absolutely nowhere. You are buying legitimate paint. You're buying GI One Star. You have your own compressor, filling scuba tanks. You've got a chrono, which um, I've been to fields that don't, so that's impressive. Um, I couldn't imagine got, operating a field without a chrono. That doesn't make they, any I sense. I mean, it was there physically, just nobody used it because the rest <laughs> didn't do anything. But yeah, anyways, and your your clubhouse is several is a kilometer away from the field. And so it's a bit of a hike. So you're safe and everyone keeps their masks on. Uh, sounds like you're literally insurance away from operating a public field. Like that's, you've got everything you need to run a proper field. So this thing is definitely, uh, 
not nearly as grassroots as uh, as I originally thought. I'm very impressed. Um, Thank you. TJ says five minute drive through the bush in my Malibu only bottomed out twice. <laughs> yeah, that's what we used to load some stuff out. Yeah, TJ's one of the guys on the team. Yeah, we were using a Malibu and ATV. We I played at a field that that the field was actually on top of a hill, and up the hill was it's all dirt, right? It's all dirt. Unfortunately, the night before it had rained, and all that was left on the hill, like so, you have to drive up this hill, and this was a steep hill, man. This was like thirty degree incline. It's not dirt anymore. It was all like round river rocks. So like as soon as you got traction, that rock kicked out and your car just sort of went boop and then slid back down the hill a little bit. Like it was not fun. Um, so I'm loving that you're getting to Malibu through the bush. That's oh, and it's it's pretty flat too. It's not very hilly. It, there's a few hills once you get back to the field, but they're not going down the road still. Like we, we've got our like our own road path curved out and that uh, once you go like, you know, uh, east or west then you get some terrain uh, okay that's cool man that's cool dude that's wild i'm i'm impressed i'm honestly impressed that, like because obviously we didn't talk about your field before you came on i kind of left everything so that i would i had questions to ask and not know the answers to um so i'm genuinely impressed now here's the million dollar question <laughs> is your field first strike friendly Oh yeah, we'll play first oh, okay. strikes. Of course. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do mag fed and speedball. <laughs> All right, but then you're already like a step ahead of like half the fields out there, because um, there's so many. Of them there. All right. And it sounds like you've That's got it. the support of most of the people in the chat. So I'm wondering what the people out there listening to this uh, on the streaming apps on Spotify and whatever other apps are out there that the kids are using. Curious to see what their opinions are. I want messages. Shoot me messages, uh, people. That's that's interesting. I like. I'm surprised we're not getting more of the uh, comments the other way. But maybe people don't want to comment if you're saying it's one sided right now in the comments. Then it might be. But that I don't know. I've seen people start arguments, but I think I think what it is. I think when people, I think a lot of people have a knee jerk reaction when you say, yeah, "Yeah, I've got my own private field." They immediately think of like rotted out bunkers and i go fill up my air tank at the field and i don't have a chrono and i don't you know and it's all and it's very like uh it's not well run or well maintained uh i think they they immediately think worst case scenario and you've explained that your field is not you know worst case scenario i've been to some pretty nasty backwoods fields in my day that i felt genuinely unsafe and I've left, uh, whereas I've also played some really great outlaw fields, private fields, but, you know, we called them outlaw fields. That was really well run. That had designated refs, and it was really done. Um, Marky says, I think on the surface it seems like it's irresponsible, but when you hear about what preventative steps are taken, they change their mind. There we go. Um, now, obviously, you don't have any netting because that's – I mean, if you're in the middle of the woods, there's not really a huge need for it. But do you have anything? Like, do you have any? Have you thought about doing signs? Are there signs? Is there like a rope? Anything like to give boundaries at all? Or are you, are you uh, really worried about it? We haven't done that yet. We've mapped out, you know, where the playing area is and such. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we don't have other people coming through the property, right? Like, right. we're surrounded by anyways, about a right? hundred acres of like if people are coming through, they're trespassing. Mm-hmm. So. 
I don't know, maybe putting up signs wouldn't be a, a half bad idea. You know, maybe putting a rope around the edge. We have thought about that. We just have not gotten actually. around to it. Yeah. And that's fine. I've played, like I said, I've played some field. I've played some like quote unquote official paintball fields. Like it's a, it's an actual field. I'm going to keep using air quotes here. People, uh, actual field. Um, TJ says, John did. There's a full tape boundary. There you go. That's the Phantom. John's the Phantom. So he's already done just, it. We what, were John just like rolls Phantom. up on the field like middle of the night. He's just like, <laughs> these guys will never know what happened. And he's just like, does all the tape and leaves. Um, well, he, he, he's the one that really, uh, really got this going. So gotcha. Uh, Mike wants to know if you've got specific areas marked off as like the safe zone. Like when, it, when do you guys know it's safe? Oh, it's, it's pretty clear. You know, you come, you start off with the property, the house and everything. You go back into the bush, and then there's a big clearing where you park the cars, the clubhouses, and then from then on, you got that big kilometer walk back to the field. Okay, so it's like on one you know, side like, of the clubhouse, masks off. Inside the clubhouse, masks once off. You, once you take off down the path, you like, you know, you, mask up. you walk from sun to shade. The trees just come right over the path. Gotcha. Mask on. You can take your barrel bag off because – you know, you want, you want to be masked up before you get back to the field. So it, yeah. we don't have a sign that specifically says it, but everybody knows where that. Right. Is. And it's, and it's private too. So you kind of, you all know the boundary and all that. And it sounds like you're making that hike. Cause we talked about the, the clubhouse is a distance away from the field. It sounds like you're making well, that hike is, yeah, with the mask on. We want, we wanted to make the field as big as possible, but doing that, you know, having the field wide, you know, there might be the odd straight paintball. So we wanted to make sure that the safe zone was far enough away that you don't have to worry about that. Right. Yeah. You never know. Somebody might trip and point up and yeah, you know, the paintballs won't make it to the safe zone. Yeah. They'll just, odds are they're just going to get nailed by a tree anyway. So is what it is. Uh, That's cool. So yeah, you guys got a designated spot. So you've kind of ticked all the boxes, which is really wild, man. It's I'm impressed. I really am. And I think everyone in the comments are as well, because like you got everything. Like I said, the only thing you're missing is insurance like paintball insurance, like business insurance, um, which, you know what? You said you own the land, right? Um, well, I, I don't, but... Uh, no, but the, the land is owned else. by... Yeah. Hmm. I'm just thinking on my land, like my, my home, my property, has insurance for liability. Um, oh, there's... I can guarantee there's liability insurance. I mean, with that many kilometers and everything, you got to worry about wildlife, et cetera. Like, it's a good thing we got a, a gun owner to, uh, you know, people country? Proper, fire, proper firearms license. Yeah. Because, you know, like on the hike back, it's so secluded and everything. We could be bumping into bears and such. Yeah. Yeah. Bear country's scary, man. People don't like those. Those of you that live in the city and you're thinking like, oh, it's a cute little black bear. Black bears are adorable and they're absolute like they're scary. They're scared of everything unless they have cubs and then they weigh as much as a car and they are vicious. Um, bears are scary as shit, dude. Don't yeah. We actually, when we were building, when we were building the field, we had to worry about that a little bit. When we went back to where we were going to start working, we fired off to, uh, two shot, two shotgun shells just to scare, scare anything that might be around off because, um, there was a mom and bear that wasn't too happy because her partner had recently died. So oh, she was, so she's on high alert. alert. Yeah. yeah, so we we fired off some sounds, got them to move out. Yeah, man, bear country, bear country, scary. Not only that, dude, bear country, 
angry bucks, angry moose, there's nothing more terrifying than an angry moose. Like, yeah, I don't think we have moose around, thankfully. Okay, cool. Yeah, like, they're living, big. Like, living in the woods <laughs> in, in, in New Brunswick, like where I live in New Brunswick, we've got it all. We've got bears. I've got bears. I've got moose. I've got deer. Um, I've got I've got the odd porcupine uh, that we didn't know was there until it started. We could hear this weird sound in the house. We're like, what the fuck is that sound? And there's a porcupine in the backyard just hollering a mating call. <laughs> it was just too funny. But yeah, we've got it all. I think we got skunks living in the woods, man. It's scary. People don't get that. They don't like. There's there's some scary shit out there, man. Animals are terrifying. Um, fishers, man. Fishers are vicious. I don't know yeah. if you got fishers where you are, but those, those no, they are pretty wild. They aren't afraid of us. Yeah, no, we don't have those. I think we got. I think we've got badgers. Badgers are scary as shit too. Um, yeah, Marky's just like. Moose are super dangerous. They'll stomp you without even flinching. I've seen a moose run full tilt easily 40 kilometers an hour through snow. That was beyond my waist. Like they are monsters. Um, they're huge. They're giant and they somehow don't make noise in the woods. It's a little scary. So <laughs> anyways, so I just wanted to make it very clear when you mentioned that uh, you, you take an actual firearm with you for safety. It's legit. Living in the woods is you, you legitimately. I would go for hikes when I was a kid, and I took a twenty-two with me. Twenty-two is not going to do shit against a bear, but I'm hopefully yeah. the loud sound, like the bang, will scare them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what you got to hope for. Um, <laughs> Mike's got an issue with coyotes. Coyotes are scary too, especially if you got dogs or cats. They'll eat anything. Yeah, yeah, yep. they're, they're pretty vicious. So we're pretty much at the end. Um, so you want to take a couple minutes, do a quick shout out to everybody and anybody that you want to, and then uh, uh, we'll do uh, the sponsors, and then we'll we'll be logging off. Well, I'd so. like to thank you for having me on the show, man. It was an honor to be here, and I, I really enjoyed uh, having the opportunity to come talk about the field, you know, on something so public too. It's a it's a great opportunity. So, so thanks a lot, Brad. No problem. Um, I'd like to give a, a shout out to the Phantom because he's. He's potentially the one that made this all happen from the get-go. Cool. Uh, he's the co-leader of the crew and all the guys that put in the uh, the time and the work to, to put this field together. Also, I uh, couldn't have done this without my mom. <laughs> 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 I'm all good now. Wow. You're the first person to thank their mom. When I've been <laughs> like, Who do you want to shout out? Nobody's at, right? Uh, yeah, man. Nobody ever shouts thank out your mom. mom. You wouldn't be here without her, right? Right, exactly. Exactly. Shout out to mom. Um, <laughs> fuck, that's funny. So, uh, so yeah, let's do, I'm going to do, uh, let's do, let's do, let's do real quick. Uh, shout out to the, uh, to the folks that make this show possible. So real quick, well, not too quick, you know, quick pay attention, but let's talk about PB swag bag. I opened up a bag today. You saw it. It's great. It's got cool shit in it. If you want cool paintball stuff shipped to your house once a month, check out PB Swag Bag. Head on over to pbswagbag.com. Use the code MPP10 and save yourself 10% off the first bag. If you don't like it, no biggie. Cancel your subscription. You're golden. So get cool stuff sent once a month, and it's it's great stuff. Everything from, like, cool hats to we've got cool hats, peep, barrel swabs, all kinds of cool shit. So check it out. Artful Dodger Beard Oil. He's a fantastic guy. 
out here in the Maritimes. He makes my beard soft and smell delicious. So he's a great guy. Everything's handmade here in the Maritimes. And uh, it's just, it's made with love, man. The dude's got a killer beard. He knows what it takes. He also makes a great tattoo bomb. Check that out, too. Helps the tattoo heal up real nice. It's Artful Dodger, Artful Dodger BeardOil.com. Go check him out. I don't have a code for you because uh, you don't need a discount on his stuff. <laughs> Defcon Paintball Gear. Uh, great sponsor of the show. They've been helping out. Uh, they are also doing a weekly, or not a weekly, a monthly uh, paintball supply drop. So it's it's uh, you get a cool brown box, which I don't have one near me right now, but you get some cool stuff. They'll ship you some really great paintball stuff once a month. Uh, you can save 10% off of that using the code Maritimes, M-A-R-I-T-I-M-E-S. And uh, it's um, it's 10% off every order, actually. So we, we double-checked, and we're pretty sure that if you use the code, you get 10% off every box. Now, you can also use that code to save 10% off a ton of other stuff on the paint on that website, like First Strike gear. That's pretty cool, right? So you can get some First Strike stuff and save yourself 10%. Uh, and a bunch of other stuff, but it's kind of hit or miss. You got to try it out. If it works, great. If it doesn't, sorry. So check them out, defconpaintballgear.com. Tier 1 Armament. Great company. They're kind of like your tactical specialists. They've got soft goods. They've got all the MCS stuff. They've got a handful of first strike items, and then they sometimes bring in coffee. Um, They're just a great company. They've been doing this for a long, long time. They've been helping me for a long, long time, so... Shout out to Tier 1 Armament. Go check them out. It's tier1armamentstore.com. They've got some really great... If you're into MagFed, chat with them. They've got some really cool stuff. And, of course, we can't forget the Patreon supporters. Matt S, Matt O, Tim B, Scotian, Dr. Rush, Jeffrey, Ryan, Alex, and Tony. True MVPs. These people are uh, financially supporting the podcast because they're fantastic human beings. And uh, they're actually... Oh, my God. I almost forgot. Two seconds, i got to show you something. But if you are in the position to become a Patreon supporter and you want to donate as little as a dollar a month to the podcast to help keep the lights on, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash maritime paintball podcast and uh, get your name on this list and be a really cool person. If you're not in the position, and I get it, we're kind of in like this crazy time. If you're not in the position to be a Patreon supporter, I totally understand. Just do me a solid favor and like and share the podcast out. And that's really all I need you to do. Uh and you'll still be one of my favorite people. So that's the, the bills paid real quick. Two seconds. Where? Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to go out of frame for two seconds. Woo! Welcome back, back, Brad. Hi. <laughs> Sliding into them DMs. Um, I have something very cool to show off. Do, 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 do. This. Oh! Oh. The patch. The podcast patch. It's here. <laughs> See if I can get it to focus. Focus. Fo it's having a hard time focusing on that white. Anyways, this patch, these patches, uh, if you pre ordered, they're on the way. Um it's yeah, they're on the way. That's <laughs> what more can I tell you? There's no tracking information, but they're on the way, trust me. Uh as well as if you're a Patreon supporter, um, your patch is also on the way, whether you bought one or not. And if you did buy one, even as a Patreon supporter, you're getting two then. Basically, all the Patreon supporters are getting free patches. What? Good times. Um, they look pretty nice. We'll probably grab a few of those off you. These are so good. P 
PVC too. PVC, and you can't really see it because it's bright, stark white. Oh my god, uh, they're Velcro. These are Velcro patches, so they will stick to uh, to stuff. And they are. I am super happy with the quality. Um, so these patches turned out phenomenally. So yeah, they're ready. So uh, there is a link in the comments there. You can grab one if you'd like. So it's. Uh, oh, Henry, it's here. I'm glad they aren't too big. Got to fit on the chest rig. Uh, yeah, they're a really nice size. They're they're just large enough uh, that you really know what you're you know what you're looking like. You're looking like you're looking at. Um, it's a. I mean, nobody else in paintball uses it. Uh, uses a cap. Uh, what are they called? Capstan. I think it's called capstans. Capstan's wheel. Captain's wheels. Cap- capstan. Um, so you kind of know what it is, but yeah, it'll fit. It's not huge. I've seen some patches that are just like this big and it's like, where am I going to put that? That's too big. It's not going to fit on my body. It's going to fall off. This is going to be great. It's going to fit on your rig. It's going to fit on your vest or your shirt, wherever you're putting it, um, on your hat. Will this stick to this hat? This is a wool hat. So, um, oh, that worked (laughs) a little too well, to be honest. It's like, (laughs) yeah, it's, Yeah, so the the patches are ready. Uh, score one of these bats. You know what we need? Somebody needs to make a toque with Velcro on it. That needs to be a thing. There you go. You just came up with a million dollar business. I'm gonna look idea. into it. I'm gonna see if I can make that happen. So those are ready. Uh, yeah, the link is in the in the description. You want to go grab one? Great. Um, they are ten dollars a piece, and it's two dollar flat rate shipping anywhere in the world. I think. I could be wrong. I could be wrong about that. Uh, I don't even remember what I put. I think it's three dollars to Europe. I think it's what I get to ship overseas. I think it's three dollars, and it's like two dollars anywhere in Canada, the United States. So yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say. Um, yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for chatting and, and dispelling some fears about the private fields. Uh, I'm really glad to see that you're running what sounds to be a uh, reasonably responsible field. Thanks, Brad. Where some folks are not, and uh, yeah, those aren't cool. So that's it right here, folks. Uh, Henry says Condor already makes them. Oh, well. Let me know what you guys thought. If you're listening to this uh, on the streaming apps, please private message me or comment. Let me know what you thought about the idea of a private field. I still want to hear everyone's opinions. So far, we've got a shitload of positive. Um, Mike says that once COVID is done uh, and I go to Ontario, he wants to buy one from me in person. That's assuming I have any left, Mike. Did he say I when sh- he comes to Ontario, though? Yeah, when COVID's done. Yeah, but you're not in Ontario. No. That's why Mike said when I go to Ontario. I'm going to go to Mike in Ontario. I think is what he means. Mike wants me to go to him. D-Day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for all of this to be over. Just get the vaccines. Let's get this done and over with. Wear your goddamn mask and stop licking doorknobs. Jesus. Like, just, <laughs> just be done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, fun fact. Fun story before we sign off. You know how, like, you see on Facebook or you see on Twitter or on Reddit uh, about, like, anti-maskers and, like, these crazy people who, like, throw conniption fits in stores and they're just like, this is my freedoms. And they rip the masks off and they're, like, throwing shit and they're angry. I met one and I was like, okay, I get it. You know, you're upset. You're being told what to do. This person was like, no, there's microchips in the vaccines, man. It's all about mind control. And I was just like, 
Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I'm in trouble then. My uh, my girlfriend's already got the vaccine. So. Right? Yeah. Oh, what was the other thing? Oh, the, the arrows on the on the floor, like which way you can walk to prevent people from like bumping into each other. They're just like, they're just conditioning us, man, for the prisons that the secret per- prisons that they're building. And I was like, oh, oh my God. God. Oh my God. Um, I was scared <laughs> and fascinated. Part of me wanted to run and part of me wanted to ask more questions. But then I was scared. Uh, I would go too far. Um, so yeah, it was wild, man. It was not doing with so. the lesser of two evils, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> All right, folks, we're out of here. Uh, Chris, I'm super pumped about that T-shirt. Uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm I'm excited. He's going to show that live. I guarantee he will. So that's it. We're out of here. Thanks again, folks, for liking and commenting and sharing and for hanging out. It's been an absolute blast. And uh, I don't know who we're bringing on next week. But uh, if you have any ideas for topics or guests, please let me know. I'm still trying to lock down a couple of big names that were supposed to be on the show like last month. But we'll see. Yeah. And Keisha said she heard a few people going on about how they're putting cow medicine in those vaccines. Then shoot me up with the fucking cow medicine if it means I can go paintballing in Ontario. (laughs) Just give me the damn vaccine. All right, that's it, folks. Thanks again. And uh, yeah, until next week. Cheers. See you, bro.